What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. Okay. Hello and welcome. I would say welcome back, but this is episode one. But for me, I am coming back because this is about my fourth or fifth time recording the first episode. I had a few little bumps along the road. With any business, you know, there is some bumps along the road. Um, And I wanted this podcast to really be recorded in real time. Um, And so like if there was like events or current holidays or something coming and we were talking about it, that would it would actually make sense. So we are recording episode one yet again. Okay, so hello. Welcome back. I'm Alicia Lechuga. I'm the confidence queen. I am so fucking excited for this podcast, you guys. I have been talking and wanting to do this for forever, and it's finally coming to fruition, and I'm just really freaking excited. So this podcast is going to be an about me. This is really going to be my story, how I got here, what inspires me, what the podcast is going to be about, just to give you guys a really good rundown of me so you can get to know me before listening to the first few episodes. So single week, I want to do some um, just like weekly stuff, weekly updates, things like that. Um, because when I listen to a podcast, the thing that I think I like the most about podcasts is like the first, like the intro, you know, when the, um, podcast hosts are giving like a breakdown of their week, they're doing like their weekly favorites or whatever it may be. That's my favorite part of the podcast usually. So I really wanted to incorporate something like that. So let's go ahead and get into our first little segment, which is going to be weekly wins. This is something that I do with my coaching clients all the time is talk about weekly wins. And so what that really does for us is gives us a positive outlook on our week. It helps us congratulate ourselves. It helps us see like what we actually are accomplishing because a lot of times, you know, we can be really hard on ourselves and we could say, oh, this went wrong this week. This went wrong. This went wrong. But when you take a look back and you take a big step back and a zoom out, there are actually so many good things that are happening every single week. We just have to search for them sometimes. So I want to start off with weekly wins. When I have a guest on the podcast, of course, I will have my guests share their weekly wins. My win for this week really is that I've been feeling into my emotions. And so I really want to explain that a lot of times before I, when I started this healing journey, you know, I was going through a lot of different emotions, but throughout most of my life, I really was trying to cover or repress those emotions. And for me, um, actually feeling my feelings and taking the second to say, Hey, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling hurt, whatever it may be was really hard for me. I didn't even realize this was a problem until I noticed myself when certain feelings would arise, I would start to like, okay, I just want to get over it. I want to get over it. Like, let's just be done with it. You know, a fight with my husband. Oh, let's just like, I want to be done with it. Like say sorry as quick as I can so that we can just be done with this. Right. And that was really me just 
pressing down my emotions, not really taking like any type of time to process them and feel into them. And this week, I've really been able to feel into my emotions. Every single thing that has happened this week, I've been able to like take in, feel the emotion and then move past it. And so what that feeling into our emotions really does, it is a lot is it allows us to not like, not only not repress those emotions, but also it allows us to move on faster. So you would think that by like repressing your emotions that you could just move on, right? And that that's true in some regards, but they always come back up, right? So what feeling into our emotions does is it's a little bit uncomfortable at the time period, but then we don't have these like random outbursts of anger or like randomly crying at everything because you have never processed what you were actually feeling in the moment. So that's my win for this week is I've been really able to process my emotions and really feel into them in the moment and then just let them go. I think something else to be said here is, you know, my uh, one of my coaches from last year in 2021 was Chelsea Dickinson. She's at the Sabotage Queen. She's amazing. But something that she said all throughout our course was it doesn't mean anything. And a lot of times I think when we are repressing these emotions and we're pushing past them, whether it be like anger, guilt, shame, whatever, um, when we're trying to get rid of them, it's because we think for some reason that this specific emotion, I'm going to use anger, that being angry means we are this type of person, right? Angry is bad, whatever is not good, or it's ugly or whatever, right? This emotion somehow ties into our own value system. And so if we can just say like, hey, I'm angry as fuck right now, and it doesn't mean anything about me, Alicia, then like it has no weight and no bearing and we can just be angry and process it and feel through it. And that's it. Like it doesn't have to mean anything. And I love that saying. So that's my weekly win for this week. If you have a weekly win, I highly suggest that you share it with someone either in your journal, by yourself, with your best friend, um, your husband, spouse, partner, whoever, share your weekly win because congratulating ourselves and really showing ourselves that we are doing great things every single day is really helpful for our self-worth and for our confidence. Okay, let's move on to my weekly faves. So this is a category that I really love when other podcasts share. So I wanted to share some with you guys. Okay, so I have two weekly faves this week. And the first one is actually going to be some lashes. And these are the lashes that I'm actually wearing right now. These freaking lashes, you guys. I mean, they are so fucking good. What I love about them is they are just really lightweight, easy to put on. They're fluffy and they last so long. So I was using Ardell Wispies for forever and I loved them. They didn't give me as much volume as I wanted, um, but they were still like my tried and true, my go-to. They're easy, they're cheap. um, And they were, I could put them on easily. Now these lashes, these are called the Velour Lashes Effortless No Trim Natural Lash. Okay, the ones I'm wearing today are short and sweet, but I just placed another order with a few other ones. So you guys will see me wearing those at a later date. But These lashes, like you don't have to trim them, which is amazing. They form to your eye very, very effortlessly, very comfortable band, stays on forever. And I have used this pair, 
I think around 10 times at least. And I could honestly get more wear out of them, but I accidentally got a little bit of mascara on certain parts of them that will not come off. So Velour Lashes, Effortless, no trim. If you're watching on Instagram, I'll have a link for you guys. I am obsessed with them. So that's my first favorite. Second favorite is actually going to be a Alani new. This is the Alani collab with Addison Ray, And I don't care for, I don't care about Addison Ray, love her or not. I don't have an opinion, um, but I do love everything Alani new. I am Alani a Alani new stan. And so um, when this new flavor came out, I really wanted to try it because it was called Berry Pop. And Berry Pop, they have a cherry slush already flavor. And I really like that one, but it's a little too sweet. Um, tastes like the slushies from the movie theater, but Berry Pop, they described it as like a strawberry popsicle flavor. And Lord, it is so freaking good. 10 out of 10. So, so good. I have been drinking it all fucking week. So that is my second favorite. And now let's get into the motherfucking podcast. So I mentioned to you guys that I already recorded this episode, right? I already recorded the about me part as well, but I just felt like because there had been a little bit of lead time in between when I recorded that and now, I would say like three to four months. I just felt like in that three to four months, I had so much growth that that podcast felt a little heavy. I talked a lot about um, a lot of different topics about where I came from. Honestly, it was heavy. Like I felt like it was just so heavy and it really didn't depict like where I actually like have been in the last three or four months. And so that's what I really wanted to get across to you guys. So I want to give you guys a little about me, kind of about my story, where I came from, how I got to be the confidence queen and like where all that comes from. So my name is Alicia Lechuga. I live in Long Beach, California, but I originally grew up in a suburb outside of Dallas, Texas. And I really grew up like heavily involved in church, um, like in a great family, but I wasn't very confident. And I can point back to a lot of times that I wasn't confident and why, you know, that's like neither here nor there. All of us have our stuff, right, that we grow up with. And for some reason, we start to learn that when we act a certain way, um, we get a certain reaction from people and that can either give us more or less confidence, right? Well, I became less confident. Um, the more, the older that I got, the less confident I became. And I graduated high school. I um, started working in like corporate America. And then I just felt like I I had this life that I was living, but I definitely like had this alter ego that I thought I wanted to be or that I did want to be, right? I had this ego that I was like alter ego that I wanted to be so bad. I wanted to be this girl with like dark hair and tattoos and like, like skinnier than I was and like edgy rock star girl, right? That's who I wanted to be, but I wasn't her. Instead, I was working in corporate America. I was like unhappy with my weight. And I was just like living this day by day life, not really sure where I was going. I was in college, but I had dropped out and then re got re into college. I'd been kicked out of one of my colleges for my grades. I just didn't know where the fuck I was going then I had a massive breakup. Okay. I had this massive breakup with one of my exes who we were together for a very long time. 
um, four or five years from like 19 to 23, we were together. And I really thought like at the beginning of that relationship, I really thought we were going to get married towards the end of that relationship. I started understanding that he didn't want to get married to me. And I was just holding on for dear life to that relationship. I think just because I was so scared of what else there was, I just didn't have back then. I just didn't have a lot of like confidence in myself to just like go and do things I did in certain areas but like in relationships I just didn't know like I was so afraid of the unknown and I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that and so when he actually dumped me I was like holy shit like what do I do you know and I thought this is my fucking chance to just totally change the outlook of my life um, I was living about an hour away from my job at the time in um, Arlington, Texas, but I was working in Dallas. And so I, no one else lived in Arlington. I had only like stayed in that apartment because um, he lived in that area. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm fucking getting out of this lease. I am fucking going to Dallas. I'm living in Dallas and I'm going to fucking just totally like start over, be single, whatever. Right. So I did. I got out of that lease. <laughs> I don't know how they let me out of that lease. Like eight months early, I got out of that lease. I moved to like right outside of Dallas, maybe 10 minutes from my work. And I started like, just totally being like, single Alicia. And I started working out, I started like doing all these things just for myself. And that's when my friend, one of my girlfriends said like, you, we, you need to get on a dating app. We had gone out to Houston. We had driven down to Houston one night and um, we had gone out to a bar. And even though I was like doing all these like good things, like working out and like, you know, like living this like single girl life. um, When we went out to this bar, I didn't get hit on. And it wasn't because I wasn't cute because now like looking back at the pictures, I'm like, oh, she is cute. But I just didn't have any fucking confidence. I didn't have any confidence. I didn't go up to one dude, I had my head held like low in the bar and no one fucking talked to me. And I left that day feeling just like, what the fuck? Like, like I need to do something. And the answer to my, my problems at that time was to lose weight. But in conjunction with that, my friend said, you need to get on a dating app. You need to get on a fucking dating app. It's going to make you feel so much better. You aren't going to like feel like you just need to meet people in person. Like it's going to be so much better for you. And it's funny because at that time, which this was 2013 or 14, in 2013 or 14, dating apps were there. They weren't like obsolete, but they definitely were more like hookup. And they weren't even like, they were kind of like newish at the time. When I, when I would tell people I was on a dating app or going on a date from, with a guy from a dating app, people were like, oh, like be careful. And now it's totally normal, right? But we're talking like almost 10 years ago at this point. Anyways, so I got on this dating app. I started dating. I started going to the gym and losing weight and practicing like if it fits your macros. And I started to gain a little bit of confidence, right? I started to gain a little bit of confidence, started going on dates. That was fine. So I started going on these dates and that's when I actually met my husband. I met him probably like a few months into using the dating app and we met up had a great night out. And then we just like, I immediately wanted to be so attached to him. And he was like, what? Like, you don't even know me. 
um, why don't you continue like working on yourself? I had told him about like what had happened in my dating life and like um, what I was doing, just, you know, going to the gym and trying to do self-improvement and all this stuff. And he was all for it. Like so much that he was like, you don't need to be like specifically with someone right now. You need to continue working on you and really finding yourself. And he really, really coached me through that time. And so I always say like he was my first coach ever because he would give me like workouts and then we would talk about, you know, how we were eating and we would talk about like where I was going and he would encourage me to like go out like by myself or like with new friends. Like he was just really, really like there for me. And that's what really attracted me to him um, in the first place. So fast forward, um, two years later, we started living together in Dallas. And then ever since the beginning, he was like, I got to move back to California. So we moved back to California. So we moved. He is from California here, but he was living in Dallas at the time. And so he was like, I want to move back to, uh, to LA to be with my family. So I was like, okay. So we moved back to LA. My family was not too thrilled about it at the time. Um, I think they were just like, what the heck? Like, I didn't tell my family about my uh, boyfriend because my ex that I had just broken up with, our families were very close. We did a lot of Christmases together and stuff like that. And so I didn't really want to go through that whole like family breakup thing again. And so I didn't tell them about my uh, husband, but my boyfriend at the time very early because I just wanted to like keep it to myself and like you know, in case anything went wrong, like they didn't have to like get involved as well. So, so then when I did introduce him to my family, my family was a little bit shocked. And then I'm like, oh, and also like, I just moved in with him. And then also like, I'm going to move to California, like in a few months with him as well. And my family was like, what the fuck? Um, and of course, yes, my parents were like, I don't know what the heck you're doing. Like, are you crazy? And I was like, yes, I am. And I'm going. So yes, then we moved to California. We moved to um, like right outside of LA uh, for the first year. And then we moved to Long Beach one year after. And that's where we've been ever since. So we've been here in Long Beach for I think five years going on six years now. And we freaking love it. So we moved to LA um, right outside of LA. And we, I got like a new job and we were just like that first year that we were here in California, we were just grinding it out. Like we lived in kind of like a suburb area. So we didn't go out very much. We were just grinding. Like we were both working crazy different work schedules. Um, and we were just grinding it out. And then we moved to Long Beach and then that's where we actually started our trucking business. So my husband is a truck driver. We own a truck driving business together. In case a lot of you guys probably didn't know that, we own um, our own trucking company uh, where he drives the trucks and then I do the back-end business stuff, you know, payroll, all that fun stuff. So I do that for him five days a week. <laughs> and yeah, we started our trucking business. We really had no idea what the fuck we were doing, but we started it with very little money, um, that was gone in less than a month. We thought we had so much money saved up and we had nothing, but it was the only way that we were going to survive. We said, you know, okay, we're going to do this. And we had no other option but to make it work, which I always say is why it worked for us. We had no other option except for to make this trucking company work. And we did. I quit my job that I was at at the time. Um, and I really started focusing on myself and during all this time, by the way, my weight was going up and down. So when I had, I forgot to mention this, but 
when I first moved in with Renee, I had lost about like 50 to 60 pounds. And so I was feeling really, really great. I was feeling very confident about myself, but I was secretly battling this binge eating. And I would go through the entire day being great at what I ate, going to the gym for two hours. And then I would like come home and eat like a whole pack of Oreos. And he was driving. um, He was working for a trucking company back in Dallas as well. And then for the first year that we were here in, um, in California and he, so he was gone a lot. And so it became really easy for me to hide this eating disorder or disordered eating. It became really easy for me to hide it. And so my weight was going up and down. Anytime I was more stressed there, my weight went back up. Anytime I was on top of my shit and could really control my binge eating, I was losing weight. And so my weight fluctuated a lot until we moved to Long Beach I quit my job. Like I mentioned, we started our trucking company and I decided like, okay, I'm just going to get fit. I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to focus on um, trying to become a personal trainer. I had wanted to do that forever. I I had already had a YouTube channel and I was like really trying to make it in the fitness industry. And so I said, okay, I'm going to just do that and I'm going to get fit. And I did. I got... Um, I lost like about 50 pounds again with a coach, with the help of a coach, but I was eating very, very clean. And so this was just like almost like fuel for my binge eating, right? Um, I wasn't binge eating, but I was like very close to doing it a lot of times. And so we got fit for this trip to Cabo um, about a year into our business. And so we are like just grinding it out like going to the gym together. We're walking in the mornings. We're like eating practically nothing. And we got really fit for this Cabo trip. We looked great. I will say we looked amazing for this trip. And then when we came back for the trip from the trip, I thought, well, fuck, I don't want to continue eating like this. And I don't have any like any big event to keep this going for. And I'm so tired of eating like egg whites and chicken and all this. I had no idea what the fuck to do. I had no idea like how to bounce back from that. I had no idea like how to like start eating things like differently without putting on all this weight. And at that time, I was feeling so confident in my body because all my self-worth was attached to my weight loss. I was like so happy with my body, but I really wasn't translating that to my self-worth, if that makes sense. So once I started to put on weight, I started to feel like, oh my God, like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I can't stick to this diet. My coach is disappointed in me. Like I wasn't, I wasn't binge eating as bad, but I just was so tired of like the food that I really didn't know where to go. And I was really grasping at straws at that point. And so I was eating like any when you're in a caloric deficit like that um which we were anything that you eat away from your plan is going to make you gain weight so let's think about this logically you are doing you know an hour and a half of cardio an hour workout and you're eating let's say 1600 calories per day anything over that anything over that calorie amount or under that um at, uh activity level is going to make you put on weight, right? And so even though I wasn't eating horribly, I started to gain a little bit of weight. And man, I was like devastated by this because like I said, all my worth 
was defined by my body and my weight loss at that time. This was also the time that I actually became a personal trainer. So I had quit that other job. I was working for Renee. Um, and we were about, this is about a year and a half into our business. And we were so like, so just like, didn't know where to go with business. We were trying to build it up, but it took a lot more cash than we thought that Renee was like, okay, it's time for you to get a job. So I started working at the 24 hour fitness as a front desk and I wanted to become a personal trainer. So I worked on my training certification, got my training certification and I became a personal trainer at that same 24 hour fitness. And again, this is, I had probably gained a little bit of weight back from Cabo, but like being in the personal training setting, I was like, holy shit, like I'm going to be like the fattest personal trainer. I don't know anything that I'm doing. I'm like, my confidence was like at an all time low. And so that of course brought on more like eating issues, food, food issues, like stress, all those things. And so I started to put back on weight, but I actually started to gain confidence in myself, in my training, right? I started to gain a little bit of confidence and I decided I'm going to go out on my own in personal training. And so I, I left 24 hour fitness I uh, started on my own personal training privately in a little little gym, a little private gym. And that's how I started Fierce Femme, my training business. And I was putting on weight, um, but I still was working out heavily. I was still working out with a trainer and I felt really good. Um, as far as like my weight, I, looking back, I think I looked great. But at the time, I really thought I was like, so overweight. I was embarrassed by a lot of things because I had been so much smaller before. But, um, the only, like the bad thing about this time, okay, let's hold on. Let's touch on my business at that time. Renee's business was starting to excel really heavily. And my business as a personal trainer, I was so ashamed that I had put on weight that I was really, really embarrassed to get on Instagram and promote, get on YouTube and promote. I just like didn't feel worthy to be a trainer because I had put on weight and I wasn't this skinny little, you know, trainer. Um, but I had my one or two like clients and they were amazing. Um, and Renee said, let's get married. And so we got married. <laughs> so we got married right before 2020 hit. We got married or we got married at the beginning of 2020. COVID hit and my training business, I had to totally pivot. And I actually met my business coach because she was my makeup artist. And so my makeup artist was there. She was doing my makeup for my wedding. And she said, what do you do? And I was so embarrassed. Like I said, I had put on a little bit of weight since Cabo. And I was just like, oh, you know, I'm a personal trainer. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And started talking to me about it. And I basically was telling her, like, I want to be, you know, I'm in person now, but I want to be online. I want to be coaching people online. I want to have a social media presence. I was so hesitant to even say those things out loud that it was very like, yeah, it was very like hard for me to say it. And I think she picked up on it and she was like, you know what? Like, I am a business coach. I teach makeup artists how to take their business from, you know, nothing to something with Instagram. And that's basically what you want to do. And I'm like, yeah, it is. So we set up a call. And I hired her as my coach, I think in February 2020. And then COVID hit March 2020. And I always say that I met her by literally divine timing because we were not supposed to get married in Vegas. We weren't supposed to get married that weekend. It was just like a total fluke. And she, I wasn't even going to hire someone for makeup. And then boom, there she is. 
And she, and I hired her right before COVID, which I always say this too, is if I hadn't hired her, I don't know what the fuck I would have done during COVID. I probably would have like dissolved my training business because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing online. So I hired her in 2020 and that's where I really started to like dive deep into like myself and dive deep into my self uh, love journey, my confidence journey. Without her, there would be no confidence queen because she really helped me see that like what I was struggling with in business, which was showing up, getting new clients, being confident about what I was talking about was really linked to what I had gone through in my childhood, my worthiness and my self-confidence. And she was like, this isn't like business or strategy. Like it is your mindset and it's holding you back. And it took me a good like year to year and a half for me to really fucking get it and to really understand and let all those things go that I started to build up my training business. And then I transitioned into being an online confidence coach. And so that's where we are now. Um, my husband's business is thriving, which is amazing. Um, I still help him, like I said, five to six days a week, but I started really digging into the confidence when my training business started to take off, like I said, and women would hire me and they would say things like, I wanted to hire you because you're a realistic body type. You're not like some jacked trainer. You're not just some like stick figure chick with a big butt. Um, You're a realistic body type. And I like that, you know, and I want to be confident in my body, no matter what it looks like. I don't want to only, you know, get, um, I don't want to only be confident when I reach my weight loss goal. And a lot of them didn't even have weight loss goals because they wanted to just feel confident in their body and start working out and taking care of it. And so once I would like start talking to these clients as I was training them, what I realized is they wanted to talk more about body confidence, about food, about how to, you know, eat, um, you know, in, in relation to their goals, but also not totally restrict themselves. And that's when I realized like, I need to add like a little section of my training because our whole training session sometimes was just talking. So I added um, an hour long session uh, per week to most of my in-person clients talking about body confidence, talking about food, talking about how to reach their goals, where they were struggling. And I started coaching on that. And after that, like that became the most fun part of the session and the most transformative part of the sessions. And that's when I knew like, I need to take this online. I need to share this. This is what women actually need. Like, Working out is such an amazing tool, not only for weight loss, not only for muscle building, for confidence, for health, all those things. But if you do not pair it with mindset, unfortunately, it will not stick. It won't stick and it won't be as transformative as it can be. And so that's how I became a confidence coach. I started going online, talking about these things. I have my little coffee chats. If you guys are from Instagram, you guys know. Um, if you're not following me on Instagram, it's at the confidence queen underscore underscore. And I started really loving body confidence. And now I'm at the point where I spent about two years after I told you guys that I had put on weight from Cabo and I didn't know where to go. I decided not to diet at all. I decided when I hired my coach, um, Brianna, I just said, I'm not going to diet anymore. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to try to live like a balanced lifestyle. 
and see how it goes. I'm not going to put any of this pressure on myself. I'm just going to do this balanced lifestyle and see how it goes. And in those two years, I did. I gained a lot of weight, but I gained so much confidence. And now I'm at the point where I feel like I'm able to push myself. I'm able to you know, hold myself to these different goals where right now it's working out five times a week, doing our morning and nightly walk, eating in a a caloric deficit, all those things. I'm able to hold myself to those goals because my mindset is so fucking strong. My mindset is no longer able to be shaken up by anything. Uh, My mindset is no longer like, if I don't do these things, then I'm not worthy or I'm a bad person. My mindset is I'm doing these things because I want to, because I really, really want to reach this goal. And the goal I have now is to lose weight because I want to have kids. And that has actually been my goal for a while, but my mindset was never there. My mindset wasn't there. And I used to think like, why can't I just push past and do this? for the sake of having kids. And the truth is I could have, but my mindset wasn't in it. Like my mindset wasn't like my mindset was still attached to worthiness, attaching this, um, weight loss goal to my self-worth. That's where it made me fail right? Because when I would mess up or when I would have a bad day or a long night or whatever it was, I was immediately a horrible person. I didn't want it bad enough. I didn't have the drive. I didn't want kids. I must like, I must be destined to be alone for the rest of my life. My husband's going to leave me. All these things cross my mind, you guys, all those things. And now I'm able to push myself with also giving myself balance and really, really like just tuning into who the fuck I am. I am the most confident I've ever fucking been at 31 years old. And I just feel like I've totally turned a corner. So that's what I want to share with you guys on this podcast is being your most confident self does not come from the way you look. It doesn't come from weight loss. It doesn't come from how your body looks or what clothes you're wearing or being able to just strut your stuff without anybody, you know, without giving a fuck what anybody thinks. Like those are parts of it. But true confidence comes from knowing who the fuck you are on the inside, knowing that you are worthy every single day and that you add value to others' lives simply by existing, simply by existing. You are adding value to someone else's life. And that's what I want to share with you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit about me, Alicia, the confidence queen. I cannot wait to continue sharing with you guys. I am really, really hyped for this podcast and for everything to come. If you guys want to reach out to me on Instagram, you can at the confidence queen underscore underscore. And then also if you guys want to reach out to me on my website, I do do one-on-one coaching. Um, I do one-on-one confidence coaching via online. I do in-person training still as well, just because I love it. Um, and I also run programs all the time. So if you want to see anything regarding me, the confidence queen, you can go to theconfidencequeen.com. And it has a bunch of stuff on there. We also have a blog regarding the podcast, everything. So I'm really excited to continue sharing with you guys. Um, I'll be bringing guests on periodically, a really special guest here really, really soon. And I can't wait for you guys to hear from her. And if you guys can do me a huge, huge favor and rate and review the podcast, I would really, really, really fucking appreciate it because, you know, your girl is trying to grow. Okay. So if you have it in your heart, go and leave me a five-star rating, leave a review 
and make sure that you guys are subscribing to the podcast. I love you guys so, so fucking much. And don't forget to let your confidence shine. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.